take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and we are in Season 2, Chapter 7. Gosh, we are now, after half of the season, uh, we will have 12 chapters in this second season, and uh, I'm really excited about the upcoming lineup, which is uh, now, by now, all closed, and uh, very top-notch, high-quality, great-value pieces of content that are expected to be coming up live soon on the Balloon Artist podcast on Season 2. Uh, today, the interviewee is Joette Giardina. I had the privilege of lecturing to Joette's uh, webinar venture at balloonCoach.com. That was a really fun experience. You'll hear all the details inside. You'll get an, a really awesome gift uh, which is uh, which will just help your business. So go ahead and make sure you listen to the end of the interview. I want to um, uh, remind you that uh, last week on John Watkins' chapter, uh, John was offering a bundle. Uh, he has decided to make this bundle available for you for free. So if you go ahead and browse into the balloonartistpodcast.com slash resource, uh, you will be able to see uh, a place where you can download two PDFs and also get access to some videos. All the details will be there. So again, balloonartistpodcast.com slash resource. Uh, you will also be able to see this information in the Balloon Artist Facebook group. I also want to share with you about those two versions that I mentioned last week of the balloon stock up and those two versions i will now share with you all the details uh, so one version will be the generic regular the balloon stock up that many of you already purchased then that balloon stock up will be upgraded automatically with all the new features so you will be getting uh, all the features of foil balloons and latex balloons and like instead of about 2,000 items, about 8,000 items. So really a huge amount of work was invested in this version. But there will be a, an additional version. And the additional version, I'm really, really happy about it. It will be a version called Brody's Balloon Stock. So Brody's Balloons is a really cool distributor in Chicago. He's making shipment of balloons throughout the U.S., so anyone in the U.S. will be able to enjoy Brody's Balloon Stock app. And there are some differences between the apps. So for example, when you purchase the Brody's Balloon Stock app, you can actually get a coupon code that you can use once and you can buy some balloons with that coupon code through the app. So this is really cool. It, it will be something that will be beneficial for from the Balloon Artist Podcast Nation and from the US and you will be able to learn more details about the Brody's Balloon Stock app soon enough. I will give you all the details of where to download it, how to use it, how to uh, use the coupon code that will give you money for buying balloons for free. And all the details about how much money and so on, 
you will learn in another episode not today and thank you for the interest in the balloon stock up and in Brody's balloon stock up we're investing a lot of time in making this an awesome tool for you to save time to maintain your list to build your entire inventory into your pocket into your phone and being able to update it really easily every day you just can go into your phone and update your lists there are two more announcements that i'm really, really excited about and proud about that will be shared soon and those will be shared in future episodes so i'm already so anxious on sharing everything with you but i need to keep a few things a secret before they are official and then i will be able to share with you some good news and then some so with that said let's go right into the interview hello balloon artist podcast nation this is vivi kivi and today i have the pleasure of interviewing joette giardina from balloon Joette and me had the opportunity of working together in WBC 16 where she had a vendor booth and we met at the evening before the CBA practical exams and kind of had a, a nice uh, evening with uh, many balloon artists that were doing the CBA practical exams the day after where we were answering their questions and trying to calm them down because really this test can be stressful if you're stressed and it's much better to be calmed down and later I learned a lot about the, the business balloon.com and how it can help people and I even had the privilege of being an instructor a lecturer in the balloon coach webinar program so uh, with that said welcome to the show joette thank you for having me i'm glad to be here it's really fun to have you here and i'm really excited because this this season is all about entertainment with balloons and you come from a decor background but you've decided after you know being 13 years in the business you decided to focus on helping other businesses what made you make this decision One of the things that really helped me make my decision is over the years from going to balloon conventions and jams and hanging out with people and posting a lot of things online, I often got questions from people saying, hey, Joette, how do you stay so busy? How are you making money? How did you get that client to buy from you? Wow, I've never been able to get that customer to buy. How did you do it? And I was spending so much time answering people's questions on how to gain business. And a lot of it was stuff that felt very natural to me, but I found out it wasn't natural for other people like marketing and talking about yourself. That um, one night when I was on the phone during dinner time with somebody for about an hour, my husband said, you need to get paid for this. And he said, you know, you're spending a lot of time helping other people. <laughs> and I think it's time that, you know, people step up and, and pay you for your time because you're taking that time away from our family and you're taking the time away from your business to help them out. Over about a five-year process, I worked with several friends in the industry that we both had a dream to see our industry grow to the next level. And so our thought was, rather than all of the education in our industry being based just on manufacturers and who they want to be teaching, that the education system needed to have a catalyst to kind of stir things up a little bit and to talk about what businesses are really needing and the missing component that wasn't there in a lot of our trainings and to really focus in on the business aspect and be real honest about how long it takes to make money in balloons, 
what the struggles you face as a person working on your own and kind of dive into those skills and offer up a new skill set. So I know it's kind of a long answer, but bottom line was I realized there was a need in our industry and I love helping people grow and succeed. And so if I can share my story and share the story of the amazing instructors and the amazing professionals I've met from around the world over the last 13 years and help somebody else avoid some pitfalls, then that is what energizes me and makes me excited every day. So I am delighted that I'm able to offer these services now and help other people grow their businesses. Wow, you know, this is really preaching to the prior because I can so much relate to, to what you're speaking about because really no one has a monopoly on the skills of balloons on the education processes and we should all be able to educate we should all be able to maintain our businesses and grow our businesses and what a wonderful decision to make where uh, you know that you can help people and you can be involved with their business growth and you decide to do that. Uh, really, so kudos on that. I, I think that every one of us uh, that listens now need to understand that instead of worrying about your business, helping, about, helping other businesses is, uh, is a virtue. It's a decision to make which, which is just a humbling decision to make. So thank you for that decision. You've been around, Joet, so you've seen some stuff some in, in so many conventions, some of them as a vendor, some of them as a balloon artist for many years. What do you think is hot right now in the entertainment world for balloon artists? Well, from experiencing this firsthand, I'm really seeing the energy that is portrayed by costumes. I know for quite a while people were really into the dresses and I was very fortunate to go to Shanghai in 2008 and be a part of a um, fashion show with Guido Verhoff in Shanghai and that was an amazing experience and I got to see incredible designs made by some of the best um, dress designers in the world. Um, and so what I've seen now over the years is so many people were practicing their weaving and they were working really hard on doing dresses is now people started really working on doing costumes and we've seen that in parades we've seen that in festivals and most recently i was in chicago in june for the pride parade there and balloon coach did a workshop called parade promotions and profits with tommy de lorenzo and scott hintful of balloons by tommy and we brought a team together from three different manufacturers to put on all the decor for this parade and all the um, fun that went along with it. And what I saw firsthand is I was a handler for Conrad, the unicorn and its friend, <laughs> as two unicorns with rainbow manes came down the street in front of a million people live on the streets of downtown Chicago. And I had heard that people were gonna love the balloon display and that we were the favorite of the event but I could never have been prepared for the emotions, the joy, the energy, and the excitement that I experienced on that very, very hot day um, walking down the street. And every single camera was out. They were filming us, they were taking pictures, they were hashtagging because Carolyn had a sign that said Conrad the Unicorn and it was magical because people were like, I want to see the unicorn. Come over here and give me a hug. And we would have it made throughout the 
walk is they would stop and they'd hug each other. And then, of course, as soon as they hugged each other, the other people are asking them to come over and give them a hug. Um, but we didn't do that because we would have never gotten through the parade. The other thing I saw from it is the energy when I watched the video afterwards of the birds that were at the front of the unit um, that were designed by um, Dennis is the magic of a parable moving around and the wings flying and the air being there and it being outdoors. Just the energy was amazing. And so what I really found from that is we got 13 million views on the practice video for Conrad. <laughs> We've gone viral, 13 million views of the two unicorns just dancing around in the convention center the night we were building it and getting ready for the parade. And from that, I've gotten so many wonderful messages from balloon artists around the world that, hey, I need the recipe for that, or oh my goodness, now um, I've been contacted from somebody for a cruise ship that actually wanted Conrad to go there. Um, we've had people be contacted that their client wants costumes made for Halloween because they saw that Conrad video. And I know there are a lot of other people out there that have been doing parades and making costumes and interacting with people for several years, but I really see the trend now and so much potential because we have the linking balloons. And so for those people who are twisters, and entertainers and know how to do a pinch twist and your long bubbles and all that, now you can make it on giant scale by using those linking balloons and Guido teaches it so well of how you take your knowledge as an entertainer and, and twister and just use bigger balloons to make the costume larger quicker. And so I, I really feel that that is an area that we can expand on and just really, really grow in our industry because those costumes are so exciting and so big and so bold. You know, uh, this is so, so exciting that it was viewed by 13 million people. Like, I, I'm not sure, but maybe even it's the most viewed balloon piece uh, ever. Uh, I'm not sure, like, if someone in the audience knows of another video that w went that much viral, like maybe Bill Clinton with the, with the balloons is uh, more viral, but uh, I'm talking about uh, more like uh, something which is uh, um, like a... A sculpture piece in a video wow um, and not that uh, balloon drops are bad balloon drops are awesome and uh, and uh, 13 million people watch this video and it suddenly creates for all of us for all the industry a situation where there is more awareness for balloons and balloon awareness is something that we all want to get uh, in the public because when there's more balloon awareness that's when we we are hired more more often and for for better gigs and uh, you mentioned the quick links uh, or the link alone so by having those quick links we can create Conrad the Unicorn which is such a clever marketing tactic to have a, a name for this uh, sculpture and uh, uh, yeah, entertaining with balloons is not only about twisting in a line walk or in a restaurant. Exactly, and it, it just brought it to a whole new level for me because I'd always admired the work that I had seen done in parades and the costumes that other people had created, but to actually be able to experience it firsthand and see how magical of an experience it was for people. And, you know, the Pride Parade, that's not for kids. It, it's adults. The people in that audience were 18 to 75, and they were overwhelmed 
and so excited and energized by the balloons. And I think a lot of times as balloon professionals, I think we lose sight of the fact of how dynamic what we create is and the effect it can have on other people. So what I see with costumes is it's a time for entertainers that enjoy being in a costume or interacting with their clients to use this form and to make sure they price it correctly for the amount of hours it takes to build one. <laughs> and yeah. that you build a really cool sculpture, you get paid for it well, and when you're pitching it to your client, it's not about, hey, I'm gonna make you this unicorn, or I'm gonna make you this airplane or this bird, but we are gonna make an interactive piece to bring your clients to your trade show booth or to your school function or to promote you in a parade. Um, whatever the um, use is, is to really put in a great word picture around it so people understand how dynamic the piece can be and then use the videos that are out there online to show people what has been created in the past and what you can do for them to make an amazing space. So That's an awesome tip because even later in this season, we're going to have uh, Drew Ripley from Canada. And Drew Ripley has a costume uh, which is uh, of, a, of, a, of a bird called Gertrude. It's an ostrich, a huge ostrich, and it's a stilt costume. So he is also uh, witnessing how the, the entertainment with uh, a costume is just so effective on those bigger events where you have thousands of people, you couldn't even do them a balloon show if you had one. You couldn't do a line walk situation. You, you will never reach uh, even a promille, like even, even just a bit of people you won't be able to because there are hundreds of thousands of people sometimes on some of the events. And costumes are perfect for those because you can reach all the people in the event with one costume or with 10, I don't know. And with linking balloons, you can create anything at them. So whatever their theme is, you know, if they're needing zebras, if they're needing elephants, whatever yep. it is, rocket ships, you can build it and make it something that's spectacular for their event. And when we were preparing for the parade, we were standing by our bus for a couple of hours with all of our parade poles and our backpacks and the um, two unicorns there, and everybody stopped and asked for a picture. And what was great is Carolyn had that um, banner made up ahead of time. So it had the hashtag and Conrad the Unicorn. So she was able to promote right there the branding of what she was doing. So it can come back to her. So when people want Conrad to travel, she can go around and do that. Um, but it was so delightful to see how energized people were and realizing that, hey, get one or two of those items made for an event. And that can be your photo area. It doesn't have to be an actual photo backdrop. It can just be pictures with that character that you create. And then on top of that, having other things that you can offer at festivals and fairs and anyone that's having an event that needs to draw attention or make something spectacular happen. And if someone decides that he wants to go into it, uh, like do you have uh, some tips about uh, how to you know, how to price correctly the, the investment of time or like do you recommend that they should practice this first yes <laughs> please practice the sizing and proportion is really important and so you want to make sure that if you've sold somebody an item for fifteen hundred dollars or three thousand dollars to have an interactive sculpture you better practice ahead of time and make sure that you're going to make that look nice um, or the other thing that I always tell people to do and 
what I've worked really hard over the years is to network with other balloon people in my area. So throughout Central Florida, I knew if somebody called me right now saying, Joette, I need a balloon dresser, I need a sculpture, I could automatically call at least 10 people that are well-trained in that to help me with the part that I might not be so good at or to be able to help me make it in the time frame that it needs to be done. So I highly encourage you to take time to get to know the people in your area so that when you do get that call and you don't know what to do, you can say, hey, let me split the money with you or what do I need to pay you? And it's much better to split the profit <laughs> than to have to give a refund. And then there are a lot of great trainings out there um, with linking balloons, um, get to them or, you know, everybody always asks me how I started Florida Balloon Network and it's not a Qualitex, it's not a QBN chapter because they're not making any more of those currently. It's just a group of us that got together as decorators and entertainers. And if you don't have something in your area, then make something, you know, make a jam once every six months, once every two months, whatever your area can handle and get that hands-on skill so if you don't have time to get to a specific class you can work with other people in your area and actually jam and practice the skill the florida balloon network is there something that anyone can join in florida or do you need to pass a test yeah the florida balloon network is for anyone in florida who is a balloon professional whether it be entertainer or decorator or working on pre having a, a business in balloons and i do keep it to just florida people or like the people who live down here six months of the year because I want it to be people to be able to easily find resources. So if I get a call and I need something that's four hours away from me, I know that I can look at that very quickly and refer to somebody in that area. Awesome. So uh, this is a perfect segue to discuss also about not just what hot, but also like things that entertainers can do to improve their professionalism or things that uh, you noticed because uh, you work with, with, with balloon artists that has businesses and they need to support their families and you need to help them with all kinds of advices that are the advices that a balloon coach, that, that a business coach can give uh, which are related also to the business conduct. So what are the kinds of tips and ideas that you can give to entertainers in the balloon industry? Uh, from your experience and from your point of view. Love to. One of the things I want to share is I did start with balloons in 2003 taking over a decor company and I immediately started going to every training I could get to and that included going to events that were with entertainers and with twisting and although I have not perfected that skill whatsoever I've spent a lot of time watching the people who have so that I would know who to refer my clients to. I also serve as a corporate event planner. Even though I've sold my decor business, I still serve as the marketing director and event coordinator for party people. And what I want to make sure is that when my corporate client calls me and says, Joette, we had a horrible experience last year. The entertainment company I hired, the guy was creepy. This one company actually had a guy where the magician and the balloon guy were hitting on the person who was paying the bills wife <laughs> and I was like ooh that's really creepy and they're like Santa they were afraid for the kids to sit on Santa's lap I mean it was just they had, had a really bad experience and I said well guys I know the best entertainers in Central Florida would you like us to take care of that for you and I was able to say that with confidence because I had gone to our jams and our 
conventions in the area, and I had met the best people around. And the way I had selected the people that I call on to work with us is through my interactions with them. And I think what happens is a lot of times with entertainers, you all have so much energy, and you're always... um, wanting to make people smile and laugh and you're practicing your um, skits and you're on stage and you're just always thinking and being fun. But you also have to remember that there's times that you have to tone that down. (laughs) And a person like myself who needs to hire for a corporate event, I need to be able to see the other side of you, the side that's not on stage, but the side that's going to be interacting with my business client and finalizing your contract or interacting with me to tell me what your pricing is. And so for the professional tips that I have for the entertainers is you want to notice how you act all the time is when you're in a situation where you're around other people who might be hiring you in the future is really think about how you're presenting yourself. Are you cursing? Are you telling really inappropriate jokes? As a person hiring a professional to come in and work with my corporate clients who are paying me really good money and interact with their children, I need to feel comfortable that something weird is not going to slip out of your mouth when you're entertaining with them. And so how you present yourself, no matter when I see you, it makes a difference. So the entertainers that I tend to draw upon are the people who dress professionally They don't have clown shoes on at an event that's not really appropriate to have clown shoes on at. That I know that they can actually dress in professional dress. Um, People who speak well and clearly. And people that just make me feel good being around them. Um, Sometimes I think we get to events and we forget that our nasty stuff that happens at home and the fact that we woke up late, we don't want to bombard anybody else with that information. We want people to feel refreshed and good when they're around us as an entertainer. So I always look at, too, the people who make me feel lifted up when I'm around them. Um, one of the people that does that a lot for me is um, Nick the Balloonatic. Um, he's out of um, the New York area, so I don't get to refer him out to my business here in Florida. But just from my interactions with him, I always feel good when I leave a conversation with him. And I know many people on the podcast probably know him. So one of my things on your professionalism is just always think about what you're saying, whether it's in public or whether it's just hanging out with people at an event where you're with um, people who might be hiring you in the future. And also think about yourself online because if you share your Facebook page (laughs) with your customers, then um, the views that you put out there that are really opinionated or maybe not appropriate all the time, you know, your clients are seeing that. So on a professional standpoint, I always say, you know, make sure that you've branded yourself well, and that's your Facebook, your things that you hand out, and that you dress well, and that the way you act really does impact people, no matter if you're on stage at the time or if you're just interacting with somebody at a cocktail hour. So I know that was a really long answer. No, no but, but I love it. I love it because uh, you actually said a few things that I was thinking like, and don't forget about Facebook, don't forget. <laughs> and yes, like I, I really feel sometimes when I'm looking at Facebook and I have obviously a lot of uh, balloon artist friends in Facebook, that's really one of my best uh, activities in life to read the Facebook uh, with all the posts from all around the world of balloon artists. But... 
uh, sometimes it can be embarrassing if if uh, if the posts are a little bit violent or a little bit uh, I don't know low humor I don't know how to call it so I I do totally agree I totally appreciate what you say and uh, professionalism gosh like this is what allows you to confident to to have confidence when you're asking for your higher fees this is what allows you to get referrals to better events and to it, it just we are running a business as well so we, we are, as entertainers we sometimes forget that life is not just a show life has uh, other aspects to it and i think that both of us are, are really invested in this notion that the balloon business has two words and uh, business uh, is the second word but it's actually longer and you know the business is also important so uh, what, what this is really fun give me more like what else can you give <laughs> to balloon ent entertainers yeah. a couple more tips on um, professionalism when you're talking about your brand and building who you are if you haven't revisited what your brand is in a couple of years you need to ask somebody to look at that for you um, because I see people who've created things like 25 years ago and it's really outdated and it, it just doesn't look great and nowadays where there is so much um, availability online to purchase professionally printed things or to have your website have a facelift and upgraded you need to invest in yourself because what you look like online and what you look like in your business card and in print is super super important um, I was at one event and somebody handed me their business card and they said oh just a second I got to get it out for you and they pull out an eight and a half by eleven the paper where it's your you've printed off the business cards on your printer and she's sitting there folding it and going back and forth and pulling it off and I'm like holy cow that's crazy um, I had done that like since college um, so when <laughs> there is vistaprint.com there's gotprint.com there's a lot of local places even staples will print your business cards for you so please 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 don't print your business card at home um, have it professionally done. There's so many economical ways for that to be done. Um, and yeah, even, even getting a logo like there's services like TaylorBrands.com that for 35 bucks they will uh, create a logo for you. And if you register to their newsletter, eventually you can, you can even get that for for half price or something. So uh, there are ways to to get yourself branded. Yes. So you definitely want to reach out for help for that. And before you spend a lot of money getting things printed, you want to ask for a couple other people's feedback. Um, because a lot of times something might look really, really great to you. Um, one trend that I've seen lately on business cards and logos is a bunch of people were sending me, and it was like them as a cartoon character and then with a bunch of colored balloons around them. And one of the number one things I work with my coaching clients on is, what does that look like when you turn it into black and white? Because when you, as we all do, and I, I know I hear it on the entertainer forums all the time, and decorator forums, so-and-so called me and wants me to do a free show. They want me to provide free decor. And, you know, free leads to more free. Well, the other part of that is, the other side of that is there are really good times 
to invest your marketing into providing a service for something that you've got your heart behind or an event that has the right people at it. So there are times that you may do something, but I don't say that I'm doing it for free. I say that this is how I'm investing my marketing dollars because I'm investing my time, my money and my balloons into a certain event. When I go to that event, typically they are going to put my logo in a program and typically that program is printed in black and white. So I need to know what does my logo look like in black and white so when I'm in those situations, it's still readable, it still makes sense, and it looks good. So if you're in that design process or you're rebranding, you wanna make sure that you have your graphic designer do that for you in a black and white. Then you wanna think about what's it gonna cost me if I wanna embroider this onto my polo or onto a button-down shirt because the stitch count can get absolutely insane with some of those designs or when you go to put it on an embroidery machine it's going to look like junk so you want to think all those things through what's it going to look like when i have it vinyl screen printed onto a shirt how many colors is it is it a 12 color print well that's a lot more money than a two color print so all of those things you can think of ahead of time to help build your brand where it's economical for you to put your brand out there to as many people as possible and then it's going to continue to look good um, that, that's awesome because it will help you like to bootstrap your business and to start uh, in, an, in an economical way and then later like if you insist on having all those 12 colors on your logo then go ahead but uh, thinking about it in advance especially if you're rebranding uh, that, that's clever so okay cool what else alright um, how you dress um, I know that for an entertainer sometimes you are zany and crazy and look silly and fun and that's great when you're on stage but if you're coming to a networking event and meeting me at the Chamber of Commerce or American Business Women's Association um, or some other professional thing typically when I walk into those rooms most of the people have walked out of a office job a regular nine-to-five and they are in business casual up to a, a suit so you want to have clothes that can brand you but that are appropriate so an example for me I wear shorts my logo t-shirt or my logo polo and tennis shoes to do my events and to decorate but when I'm walking into an ABWA meeting or a chamber meeting I'm going to dress to that event so that means I put on my black dress shoes I put on my black dress pants and then I put on my bright lime and teal shirts because that's my logo that's my branding and um, I have my bright color but I'm still professionally dressed um, I also have a suit that I wear that's black but then my pop of color comes in the shirt that I wear underneath the jacket and the earrings and the necklace that I wear and for ladies your jewelry is really important your hairstyle having some makeup on Gentlemen, please take a bath or a shower <laughs> and wear lots of deodorant. I think there's something about entertainers that a lot of you perspire more than other people do. Um, and so it might sound crazy, but that's part of the dress is being washed and clean and crisp, having a haircut and that kind of thing. So um, you really want to know your audience of when you're going out and trying to grow your business in a marketing situation that there are ways to stand out as an entertainer without looking like a clown. Um, and so you want to make sure that you deliberately 
have yourself in professional dress, but then you may have a photo with you on your business card that's of you in your clown outfit or in your super big red jacket that you wear, whatever it is that your branding is um, for your stage shows. So separate the two. Yeah, so, so basically maintaining uh, the ability to dress or not just as, a, as an entertainer or a clown or, or a character, but also have the persona in you of the business owner or the businessman or even just, you know, the adult that networks. Uh, and uh, speaking of networking, is there something that you uh, in general recommend to your customers, to your coaching customers? Yes. One of the number one things I hear from my clients is I'm not busy and I don't know why more people aren't calling me. And I said, well, do people know you exist? They're like, well, I have a Facebook page. I'm like, well, that doesn't count. (laughs) Um, You have to have a website. It's just, it's non-negotiable. Facebook is not I mean, anybody can put up a Facebook and um, pretend that there's somebody that they're not. So I highly encourage for you to have a website first and then for you to go out with a proper business card and tell people about yourself and get them to your website to work on these. But they, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Okay, People they know. That means not just that I found your website because you could be some weird, creepy guy. I need to meet you in person. If I'm a corporate client or a high-end person who's going to be hiring an entertainer several times a year for all their children's parties and school parties, they need to have a face. They need to have um, a personality. They need to know that they like you, okay? And so the way to do that is to get out, and there are professional networking groups everywhere, and you don't have to join, and please, please, please hear me. I am not saying go out and join every professional group. What I'm saying is go visit them. Go kick the tires and try them. Everything I know allows you to at least go once. You pay maybe $25 for lunch or to be at that event, but that's your business. That's an investment. This is a marketing expense, okay? It's not wasting yeah. money. It's a marketing expense. You're going to go pay for the lunch. Typically, it's best if you connect with somebody ahead of time, look it up online, and ask them, who can I see at the door that will introduce me to people because I'm brand new and I don't know anyone? They're going to be more than happy to say, oh, John will meet you at the door, and they'll be glad to visit, introduce you to people. Have your professional cards, and you're not going in as a used car salesman and just handing them out. You are waiting for the appropriate time to give your card out, and you might not even give your card out. Okay, some of the places have it where you set the cards on a table over on the side and then everybody collects them when they want. But when you go into a networking event, you're there to meet people and get to build trust. And the way you build trust is getting to know about them. So you're going to say, hi, (laughs) nice to meet you. You're going to let them introduce themselves and say their name and then say your name. That's showing that you're not a used car salesman. You're taking interest in that person. And then after they say their name, you're going to say, hi, it's really nice to meet you and their name. It helps you remember who they are. But when you're in that networking situation, you let them talk about themselves. You find out about them. Think of ways that you can help them or somebody you know that might be able to use their service or just talk randomly about what they do. But take interest in them, not just sit there in your head thinking about what you want to say next. 
And when the conversation comes around to you, then that's when you have a good thing to say about what you do and what you offer to people. But don't make it a five-hour presentation. Make it a really quick 20-second thing, who you are and what you do. And then when they ask other questions, then that's when you can talk. Networking events are to network, to meet new people and build relationships. Find two key people in that room that later on you want to go have coffee with that are going to be really good leads for you. And then build those relationships up to help you grow your business as a business person outside of being an entertainer. Um, but over time, that's how you build relationships in your area. And then now when people are in a room and they hear that somebody's having an event and they need an entertainer, they're going to go, oh, man, I met this amazing person. They are so nice and they're so helpful. You've got to call them um, because you built a relationship with them over time. That's uh, that. Those are really good tips about networking and how to, uh, you know, give value before you take it. And uh, giving away value is probably um, the best, best, best marketing uh, tactic uh, available these days, where people are so crowded with information and so, so busy and. Uh, uh, the competition is always hard because it's so easy to find a competition uh, through Google and such. And uh, by going there to the networking meetings and trying to give value to people, either by actually listening or maybe giving an advice or maybe by introducing them to someone or maybe even by hiring them, by giving away value first, that's when you ensure that they will want to give you much, much more value than because you tried to sell them your services. Exactly. And so many times I see on um, the boards where people are frustrated. They're like, man, nobody will pay my fee. I don't understand why they don't understand. I'm an entertainer. Why are they always so cheap? And then the next thing I see somebody post, that same person that was complaining, hey, where can I get the cheapest business cards? And I just want to hit my head or scream at the person I have, but I, I refrain and I usually write them a nice little note privately and I say, I make my business cards locally. I support a local printing company so that I'm supporting local business because I want the local business to support me. How can I encourage them to do that if I don't do the same? Now, that's not on everything I do. There are some companies I go outside of because I can get a much better deal. But 90% of the time, I use local companies for all the services I need within my business because what I'm doing is when I'm going to meet with them, yes, it might be $10 more, but now it's marketing and it's marketing dollars. That $10 is my extra marketing money to build a relationship with somebody who now is going to refer me that when somebody else is at their counter and talking about an event, I mean, my embroidery my shirts, the t-shirts that we have done, the things that you saw me um, pass out to everybody at WBC where we had Balloon Coach Day. Those were made by a local company. And at that local company, my business cards are on their desk for party people. And so when people come and are buying um, shirts for their runs and their relays, they're like, hey, do you have balloons yet? Because party people can help you out. And right there are my business cards. And I'm not going to get that value if I'm ordering it from a company online from another state. Yeah, this is so clever. Uh, and I totally agree. Like working with local businesses, uh, it's, it's just something that uh, uh, you should not be afraid of. You should not be afraid of investing all those those extra so small margins to make some some uh, local business happy and uh, we have the leverage of you know we we have balloons everywhere anywhere whenever we want them so if we go to that local print 
print uh, facility or print shop, uh, we, can, we can carry something with us, we can make people smile and make it uh, even more memorable. So cool. Uh, really, really, I, I thank you for your advices about and your tips about networking because this is uh, also a topic that some people uh, ask, uh, even ask me, like, what is the return on investment on networking? And uh, it's really hard to say because it sometimes it is time consuming. Uh, but if you go there and you try to give value to people, uh, that's the kind of uh, practice of a muscle, uh, which is really important because when you're trying to give value to people, that's when you will also be able to give value to corporate, to a corporate customer, and uh, to to refer to your colleagues and and so on. We've discussed about professionalism. From your experience. Are there any other tips that you can share about, like, what do entertainers ask you, Joette? Yeah, I think one of the number one things that entertainers ask me about is more about how to dive into decor. Um, <laughs> they always have questions about, hey, Joette, we have this event, and I know it's an hour and a half away from me, and they just want one column. So we want to go ahead and do that, um, but we don't want to make you look bad, and which I appreciate. Over time, I've let people know in the jams, I would much rather them email me, message me, or call me and have me help them through that process than to make the balloon industry look like junk. Um, because it's really funny in my area, um, people will call me and they'll be like, Joette, I'm driving down the road right now and I saw this helium arch at such and such. You didn't make it, right? Because it looks like junk. And they knew <laughs> it wasn't our work because it was really, really bad. And so I don't want anybody to go anywhere and see bad balloons. Um, yeah. So if you're an entertainer and you're going into decor, make sure that you take the time to take training to learn how to create things or practice it ahead of time. Don't tell me that you're going to do an outdoor arch on a knot lamp, which is a round piece of metal with a little bit of weight that's not heavy enough for outdoors. Um, <laughs> you need to take time to invest in yourself to get some of that training. But on top of that, um, there's the CBA program is a place to look about color and sizing and understanding the concepts. There are a ton of videos out there now. On ballooncoach.com, we have partners and resources and upcoming events that you can look at and see different places you can go to training. Um, but what I want you to think of when you're creating a design is the colors that you're using. I want you to think about the sizing of the balloons, and I want you to think about the support systems. So color, sizing, and support systems. That can either make or break your decor. And don't tell me, well, I'm just using the balloons that I had, like, from a, a grab bag at a convention five years ago, and I just thought I'd throw those together to make it look like decor. Bags of balloons cost $5 to $10. Buy them. <laughs> and oh, yeah. get the correct colors that you need to match the event and what's going on. Um, and then for and and when you when you're planning an event and uh, you know uh, if you want to you know uh, take a look at all the colors that are available you can always uh, just open your balloon stock up and and watch the colors there and and compile your list of balloons so I just uh, had to to do this uh, shameless plug uh, I love it so <laughs> so um, uh, 
definitely colors and and sh- and sizes and those are actually topics that we discussed uh, on the season one in chapter one with Sue Boller and in chapter nine with o- Ori Livni but I do want to ask you Joette about frames and uh, uh, and and structure because that's actually a struggle and uh, a topic that a lot of entertainers just have no clue about so can you share us a little bit about a few solutions out sure. there? Um, one of the solutions that's out there that has gotten very popular in the last couple of years is from David Mahoney on the Qualitex group. He is always posting freely out there um, and has actually made downloads that people can download. That's the instruction step by step of how he makes his. Um, if you can't find it in that group, just send me a note and I'll be glad I, I keep all of his downloads um, for my clients to have easy access to. But for him, he uses a paver, an outdoor concrete brick that you drill through, and then you put a piece of conduit in, which is metal, and then you put another piece of conduit in it to be your upright. And at first, people go, well, that means I have to have a drill, and that means I have to have this, that, and the other thing, and you're right, it does. But you have to decide, is this something you're gonna just do once, or is this something that you're gonna do once a month, couple times a month, then you want to make the investment to do it right. Because yes, there is the temporary base of a knot lamp, <laughs> but it is not made for all structures. It is not made for outdoors. Um, it's not made for a high traffic area with lots of little kids running around because they can knock it over. And you know, uh, just on the business level, if you do it right, you will have more gigs that people would want that outdoor decor piece. So, so really, it will pay. By, it will pay the drill very, very fast. And there are a ton of different ways to do framing. Um, again, there's lots of trainings out there, and we have a, a training coming up um, in November that we're really going to go hardcore with David on that um, to actually come and practice it and do it in Florida. But and is, there, is this training because I did uh, notice the the material in the training it looks so so good so is this training do you feel it fits also uh, to entertainers that don't have a lot of experience in decor it does I actually had an entertainer tell me today that it's on their list and they're going to be registering for it it's a two-day class the first day is me really hitting home with business and how to set up your business plan how to set up a marketing plan and I've got some really, really cool worksheets where it helps you write your specific situation down and help you work through a formula to get the magic numbers that you need. And then because we're doing it in November, we want people to be able to see success and gain their money back immediately from their investment. So I'm gonna be talking on classic decor and balloon drops for New Year's. And so that way, within the next month of taking the training, you can actually hit the ground running and make some really good money for New Year's. And then on the second day, David is going to talk about how his frameworks work because a lot of times people will see it online, they'll read the steps, and they're like, I'm still missing something. (laughs) They're not used to taking a self-tapping screw and screwing it in to the metal. So we're actually going to have the power tools there and the equipment for you to actually physically do it and get comfortable with it. So will you do a hands-on uh, training that you will also build uh, like a complete piece? Yes. Uh, like. So what will happen is at the training, he'll talk throughout the day and do demonstrations. And then on Monday night from 7 o'clock to 11, which we know will probably go to midnight, we have a good four to five hours for people to have hands-on on different stations throughout the room where you can go in and actually 
build your base, screw in your structure, and then inflate the balloons um, and put it all together. So um, it will give you that opportunity to work on the pieces that you're uncomfortable with and don't have knowledge. And for the people who are really comfortable with that part already, then we're also going to have roundtable discussions talking about business and how to grow your company. So it's going to be a really nice mix that um, two days to really hit hard yep. on business and on framing because framing is so crucial. Yeah, and I believe it, there's also a limit, uh, there's a cap on how many people can attend this masterclass, right? Well, what's happening is we have a mastermind group that's just dinner for Saturday, I'm sorry, Sunday night, and it is 10 spots. Right now, five of them are already sold out, so there's only five spots currently as of today remaining for that uh, mastermind group. But on top of that, for um, the bridge builder package for the two days, um, we do have a size limit on the room. And so this is not a convention, it's a workshop. And so when the seats are sold out, um, we will stop registration. Cool. And uh, so at the end of the interview, we'll also mention like uh, places where people can go and learn more about that. Cool. Um, so uh so structure yeah uh, you gave a few a few ideas and uh, also you know uh be aware that the knot lamp is not uh, an outdoor uh structure for you i i had the opportunity of purchasing the aeropole system uh, just recently um and um yeah i, ju I just know uh, i need to practice first before i sell it and then uh, uh go on from there but definitely i i see the value of outdoor decor, especially in places where the, there's uh, not that much of rain uh, and the weather can allow outside decor. Uh, so um, what do you feel like entertainers should do in order to educate themselves for decor and in general? Yeah, I think um, when a entertainer is wanting to cross over into decor and add that as an added value to their packages, is you have to get training hands-on training working with the product is what helped me excel quickly and helped me become confident in what I was selling to my clients so I would go and I'd find out what my local distributors were doing and I went to every training locally that I could and then I saved up money and I went back in the day when we used to have balloon camp in Las Vegas I went there and I helped other people compete and some people love competitions and some people don't um, and here's the value in competitions is even though most of us are not going to sell the piece that's done during a competition, learning how the framing is done, how the mechanics are done, and the relationships you build with other balloon professionals, there is no price tag for that. Yeah, um, priceless. The people that I helped compete back in 2008, that got me a trip to China with Melissa Vinson and Guido Bierhoff. I mean, that there is no price tag I can put on that. Um, I then had the pleasure of working with Carmen Ballerine when she won for a ferry that she did. I worked with Diana Gladden and Rachel from Knoxville, Tennessee, when they got second place in a medium sculpture at WBC in Dallas. And we were the only U.S. team to place, um, which was pretty awesome. And having 25 people work on a project together you find out that there's a lot of different ways to do things and you find out which ones are the most efficient and that's not something you're going to get out of just sitting at home and try to watch something on YouTube so those interactions are key and then also when you're in a competition room you're getting to see how everybody else builds things not only what your team's doing but what else is going on and you get some really cool aha moments 
so getting to a convention, getting to a hands-on class, it's, there's just nothing that can compare to that. And then practice. I am tired of hearing people say, but it's too expensive to practice. Okay, a bag of 260s and 5-inch balloons are under 5 bucks. A bag of 11-inch, you're looking at 10 to $15 max if you're going for printed, 20 Get the balloons. Get them in your hands. Get whatever inflation device you're going to use and become proficient and use it. Now build something that you can sell. Take an excellent picture of it that you now can put on your website, up on Facebook. Give to somebody and market it and sell it. You know, you, you're talking about competitions and helping uh, other teams, and uh, it all boils down again to networking. Networking and going to convention and being, being out there is the best uh, education uh, opportunity uh, for you. So uh, going to convention and learning and meeting people, you're not going to conventions just to to see the, the lecture that you can buy on a DVD. You're going there to actually experience the knowledge. You experience the skills, experience the balloons, uh, network with the people, uh, be their friends. And uh, uh, a lot of times, and this is uh, something that uh, is related to what you said earlier about professionalism, uh, people in, on Facebook sometimes, they forget that like eight years, eight months from now, they will they would want to go to a convention and meet up with people and then if you were not so polite on facebook to them it would be a little bit embarrassing and i i I really go with this story in my head all the time like one day i want to meet with this person i want to meet with them i will i will meet with them eventually on a on a convention on the jam room how will i feel uh, and what should I answer them so that when we meet, it will be the best meeting ever because we already know each other, because we are already kind to each other. So, um, so competing, networking, conventions, cool. But, Joette, I do know that you have some resources of yourself, uh, which are education resources, and those are important too, you know. So please, please share with us. What are the resources that you've made available? Wonderful. Well, ballooncoach.com, I think, is one of the best kept secrets out there, and I don't want it to be a secret any longer. Um, on the website, I have a mix of items that are free and a mix of resources that are paid. Um, one of the things that I'm most excited about is elevated.events, where you just click on elevated events on my website. And it is a monthly online e-zine um, magazine that is created for the balloon industry. Every month, I interview decorators and entertainers and put a story in it. So if you have a story that you would like to share, all you have to do is email joette at ballooncoach.com. And I would love to hear from you and put you in our next edition. Um, this is a free easing because it's supported by the sponsors who are paying to be in the easing. So I'm excited that I have uh, manufacturers and distributors who help support that. So if you happen to be on that side of things, too, you're more than welcome to advertise with us. Um, then on top of the easing, we have a free blog and it's just tidbits of things that I throw out there that when people are having a hot topic like how do we use supersized balloon lights I wrote a blog on it and it's telling you how to put that balloon 
in and the things that you want to check out for how long it's going to last. We have monthly webinars and our next webinar is coming up on August 23rd at 9 p.m. Eastern and if you need to do the um, conversion, we do have, typically have a conversion chart on the website that you can do that. It's coming out of Florida time in Lakeland and this month actually I'm going to be the host <laughs> and we are going to be talking about becoming a master in marketing and I'm going to be interviewing several people that I've been working with over the years and talking about the um, roadblocks that they had and how they overcame those roadblocks with the information that I gave them because rather than me just sitting here and telling you the success stories people have I want you to hear it from them about what were their stumbling blocks and how many times I had to beg them to do something and then what happened when they took action so um, I think that's going to be a really exciting class um, our webinars are $35 if you just do one class or $25 a month if you sign up for our monthly subscription. Um, it makes it really easy. It's not like a year contract. You just give me 30 days notice when you cancel that subscription. And it lets you have a webinar in your recorded and in your um, member area every month. So several people can't be on the live class and that's okay. You can go at any time and listen to it over and over again to get the information you need. And my instructors are great at giving downloads also that go along with their class that either has some kind of note or some specific thing to the topic that's helpful for you. And what I'm super excited about, we kind of talked about a little bit earlier with David, is David Mahoney has um, accepted our invitation to come to Florida. The Florida Balloon Network really wanted to have him come so they could get hands-on learning from him and understand framing and understand how he's grown his business so large to almost a million dollars in sales a year with a huge team. And so I love David's high energy. I love that he is a man who looks at the world of abundance. And so he and I have a lot of the same traits as far as wanting to see our industry grow. So we're partnering up and November 13th and 14th we'll be in Orlando for a great workshop. All the details are on ballooncoach.com under grit Sorry, bridging the gap to success, and um, and we, I'll put a link to to that on the show notes on balloonartistpodcast.com, so people will be able to check that out really easily. Wonderful. Well, and what's great is Zivi was one of our um, speakers in the past, so you can actually go onto our website and you can pass purchase past webinars. So if you missed the class that he did, you can actually go on there and purchase it for replay. So that's kind of a nice thing. A lot of times people don't even realize that we have our old webinars there. So just throwing that out there, <laughs> that that mm -hmm. information is for you guys. So, um, but with Balloon Coach, I honestly, I'm here to be a catalyst for our industry. I am not saying that I am the number one business person on the planet, because I'm not. What I am is a person that joined the balloon industry in 2003. I loved the people I met, and I've been blessed by the people who've trained me. And so now I bring back to our industry the knowledge that I've gained. And when you're running a business full time, you don't have time to answer everybody's questions. So I was very um, blessed that I found somebody to purchase my company and take over my baby because it was my baby. <laughs> For 13 years, people were like, why do you only have one child? I said, because I have a balloon business. So between a husband and a one child, that's all I could handle. And now I'm able to enjoy the balloon industry still as their marketing director and work on one large project a month and act as an event coordinator. 
for that 10 hours a week, but the rest of my time is devoted to our industry to be here as a coach and support you. So if you want one-on-one coaching with me, that is something that we can set up and just have that time for you and I. But when people write me and say, hey, Joette, we really think this kind of download is needed or we really want to hear from this person in the industry, that's how we build our webinars and how we build our elevated events is through your feedback. So tell me what you want to see, what resources do you want to have, and I will do my best to develop them and get them into ballooncoach.com. So that's a little bit about what we offer. I hope you guys enjoy the website. Uh, and and uh, I really uh, want to encourage people to go into your website and to see uh, all those uh, past uh, webinars, not just mine, but there were other uh, very good webinars like uh, Todd Newfield and other webinars. So there's a page on your website where you can see all the past webinars. Is this correct? Yes. On the top landing page, you'll go to webinar class sign up and then go down to patch, purchase past webinars. And it will show you um, a highlight from each one of the past webinars as far as a picture of who taught the class and a description of what's in the content. Cool. And we'll put a link to that specific page as well on balloonartistpodcast.com so that people can uh, just simply go and read what were the webinars that they uh, were unable to attend, but now they can attend them because of uh, technology. They can watch a replay of the webinar and enjoy all the benefits of of that uh, education. You were very generous to also offer an opportunity to the audience of Balloon Artist Podcast, to the Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. Uh, So please tell us what is um, your uh, very special, very generous, and very unique offer for the audience? Great. What I'd like to offer you is a free webinar. If um, you've never seen our webinars and are wondering what it looks like, um, what we'll do is there will be a special code that you'll be able to get um, from the podcast, and you will be able to sign up to either see a previous webinar that's already been recorded and get that put into your member area, or you can ask for our upcoming one that's coming up on the end of August. So on August 23rd is our next one on becoming a master of marketing. So you can either have that one or one of our past ones for free. Wow, that's so, so cool. So now every single member of the audience uh, can go and download the coupon code by going to the balloonartistpodcast.com, pressing on that blue button on uh, the Joette Giardina uh, chapter 7 of uh, season 2. Uh, uh, and then uh, on that page, you'll be able to get the coupon and head over to balloonkoach.com and get one free webinar either from the past or uh, in the future. And um, thank you for doing this, uh, Joet. Thank you for helping the industry grow. Um, there's always um, people around that just good people that want to push the industry forward and I just want to to thank you again for being here in uh, in the show and I will uh, be seeing you soon in a convention I'm looking forward to that I love that you've got these podcasts out there it's a lot of great information learning from other people and I really have had a great time being a part of it so thank you thank you so much see you soon Joette all right bye that was a fun interview 
and I hope you got something out of it. I always get motivated by tips about networking and really networking is so crucial and uh, there were many tips that you can take about professionalism from Joet. I was uh, really happy to give a lecture on one of Joet's webinars and they have uh, and you can listen to that for free or any other webinar that you choose and in order to do that uh, Joette was really generous and shared with us a coupon code and the coupon code is mentioned in the document that you can download or when you press the blue button so go to balloonartistpodcast.com go to the chapter of season 2 chapter 7 find it it will be the last one if you go now and there's a blue button there you press on it and then you get a coupon code and the coupon code is valid for until the end of september which accidentally is also my birthday so by the end of september you will be able to by then use this webinar code and you can either use it on the previous ones like for example the webinar that I gave about marketing online or you can choose any other webinar you choose one and you get it for free and this is only only for you guys because you are listening because you are always here with me and we are sharing a journey together and you're getting a free webinar by listening and by being here together and uh, we are now all of us are partners on improving the niche in improving the industry and this is so exciting in a week or two you will know all the details about the balloon stock up and about Brody's balloon stock up and how much money you can get from the coupon if you get the Brody's balloon stock up and so on I would like to thank you again for spending the time with me here in this a little bit longer chapter and I will be seeing you soon with more good news. Hello Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is season two and chapter seven. And I'm so excited. This is the tip section. In today the tip is something that is an application called DT. D-I-T-T why dt this is an application for both android and ios i have shared this tip through the balloon artist facebook group so if you're not a member you should go there because some of the tips arrive to there earlier some of them are unique in the podcast and i just am so excited about dt this app allows you to basically uh, compile a very short sentence like a tweet and then this app will sing you that sentence and can create you a, a funny clip with people singing you that sentence. So that's how I created a video clip of uh, a song that says Balloonstock app is launching in two versions in 10 days. And by now I've learned that it might not be exactly 10 days, it might be a few days later because we are expending more time on quality assurance and quality check and trying to make this app the best tool out there for creating balloon lists. So DT 
is the tool that you want to check up on your phone and on your like iPhone and Android. I hope you enjoy playing with it and make someone smile. I'll see you soon, guys.